Well, since the 1970s, ceramicist Peter Longy has pushed the boat out with his art form, literally in the case of a two-ton boat that famously floated on Auckland Harbour some 20 years ago. But these days, he's using individual bricks as canvases. The images reflect his trademark sense of fun and irony. He's also experimenting with selfies. In fact, painting itself is a new adventure for the pioneering ceramicist. Peter's subtitling his new show, Brick, the What I Did in Lockdown exhibition. It's just the second exhibition at Auckland's new Oddly Project Gallery on Dominion Road. And we've got a gallery of Peter's bricks on the Stanley Ramoni webpage for you. I asked Peter if the lockdowns made this new body of work possible. Yeah, well, it did really, because uh, I was kind of limited to what I could do um, in terms of scale. And I finished the last of my book big works really for a school in Devonport and my daughter had kicked me out of my studio because she's become a potter and I don't get a look in. No, no, she's, she's good. We've got a really good arrangement. If I need a studio, I can. But the fact is I, I was quite keen to work and then as a result of these things to work on a small scale. So the obvious thing was one brick at a time really and, um, and I love bricks and they're also very, um, I suppose you call them the most basic unit of clay that there is and um, under-celebrated in some ways. So I decided to celebrate bricks for a year or two. You're really effectively using them as a canvas, aren't you? Creating many yeah, artworks on them. sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just a bit confusing because I don't make them. I, I, you can buy them for $1.50. There's no point in making them because you can't make anything quite as nice sometimes. Just getting this very basic unit and trying to make it a little bit more interesting or uh, aesthetic or even humorous or, you know, ironic, you know. So it's, um, yeah, a lot of brick references actually on the bricks. I saw Brick Bat. That was a popular one. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. An image of a brick yeah, made of bats on a brick. Yeah, and there's all, um, a bat made of bricks and then there's a bouquet on the top end as well. So I've got both on there. Quite a few selfies, Peter, I noticed. Yeah, I, I, there's a famous potter and a, a ceramic artist in... Um, in uh, America, whose name escapes me right now, I should know because he's always he always puts a picture of himself on every piece he makes, and I sort of thought oh, that's interesting. And so yeah, this whole selfie thing was part of the part of the deal. Everyone's taking photographs and stuff, so I thought I'll I'll put pictures of myself on some of them. Doing what? Well, I think uh, one involved a trampoline, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, I got myself on a trampoline. Sixty-five years ago, I could do a backward somersault on a trampoline, so that's a commemorating that. Yeah, no, there's also it's the latest one I'm doing. I'm actually weighing my own head on a set of scale. So it's just playing, having a bit of fun really with imagery, imagery on a brick. You've talked, I mean, I've, I've been a fan of your Facebook page for a very long time, but and throughout yes. you, you're discussing different firing techniques. And what about bricks? What are they like to, to use, as I say, as a, as a canvas? Are they easy to try these different firing techniques that you use? Well, I've, I've developed to the point where it is relatively easy. So basically you get a good brick, and, and I get my bricks from all over, some New Zealand, Australia, some from China, and I heat them up pretty hot, dip them in the glaze so the steam actually uh, disappears, the water disappears, and the, and the glaze stays on the brick. Then I fire those to 11.50, and then I come back and spend the, give it two or three more firings with the painting stage of it, or decals I put on ceramic transfers and sometimes luster. So it's quite a long process. But a lot of fun in each step. It's it's very interesting, actually. Are they very different in nature, say, the bricks you source from overseas and the well, bricks the, made yeah, locally? 
Yeah, the, the, most of these are pretty predictable. The last ones I got from China were black, and I liked the idea of painting on the black by putting a white glaze on them on top. And what happened when I took them to 11.50, they, they melted and sagged. And, and so I, I've been able to actually use that particular quality to sort of make more sculptural pieces. So the bricks so, themselves yeah. sagged? Yeah, the bricks just uh, didn't melt, but they just sagged and, and moved. So I've been cutting them up into smaller pieces and deliberately sagging them onto the to other bricks and uh, in the firing. So it's a little bit hit and miss what you get out. You put everything in feeling quite rigid when you open the lid of the kiln. There's all these molten, saggy bricks, and you're never quite sure which way they're going to go. And you hope they don't go into the elements of the kiln. <laughs> I get a sense, I mean, all the ceramicists and and glass artists I've spoken to over the years, you know, we talk about the excitement on opening a kiln because you're never going to be, you can't be 100% Uh, sure what's going to be there. Yeah, that's that's part of the deal, and it's also part of sometimes the disappointment. On the other hand, some people really love the things that you think are disappointing. So, you know, it's it's horses for courses, really. And and, But the saggy ones are a lot of fun because I really mostly don't have any idea what they're going to do. Uh, sometimes they don't sag so much, and other times they really, you know, wherever they're in the kiln. So that's kind of exciting. It's less predictable, and so it makes it a bit more uh, adventurous. <laughs> I, w- I wanted to ask about the different techniques. So on your site, you referenced basalt firing, and you gave us an example of that soda firing. So the basalt firing is simply rocks that I have in my back garden. They're the same geological formation as Mount Eden, on, and my house lives on the side of Mount Eden, so uh, it sits on the side of Mount Eden. So if you dig in my garden, you bring out rocks um, the size of your, uh, uh, your fist and bigger. And I just put them in the kiln, the same process, heat them up, glaze them, put them in the kiln, and I take them just short of melting point, which is about 11.50, and they come out looking like people's brains. They go, the white glaze crawls um, in, in the most alarming manner, and that's also a little bit unpredictable as well. So, yeah, between that and the melting breaks... <laughs> There's a certain amount of uh, uh, risk and uh, risk taking going on, but often it's the happy accidents that are the uh, captivating things. Results. Soda firing, then, how does that work? Yeah, soda firing. You take the kiln up to uh, a higher temperature. This is usually the stoneware, and I have used it with bricks. But and at, at the highest point, you, you um, throw in a washing soda. It's very it's the first cousin of salt firing. You know, you're getting the sodium out of out of the uh, chemical, if you like, and using uh, using salt or washing soda. And one time when I went to China, I actually used MSG. I did an MSG firing as a sort of vaguely political thing. But <laughs> it was, um, so what it does, it, it melts the, the surface of the pot, which is unglazed, and actually forms a glaze on the surface. So a lot of salt-fired pots, that's how it's done. No glaze on the pot, but the salt actually does the work, does the glazing. It's very also a bit random and a bit unexpected sometimes. Which, of course, as we said before, is part of the fun for you, part of the experimentation. Oh, it is for me, yeah. Though I must say I've spent a lot of my life experimenting. I, somebody asked what my life was like in, in Serenville, and I, true, I, I like it a little bit like going canoeing down the Whanganui River and going up every every side stream that you come across just to see what's up there, you know, and you, sometimes you come out with your tail between your legs, but you always find some little exciting thing to to, to you've learned and um, so yeah, I just I, I experiment a lot, and sometimes I haven't been worth the trouble, but at least I've learned not to do that again. <laughs> um, so, so you mostly get you know quite often you get unexpected results like these melting bricks, which is kind of a lot of fun. 
One of the last times you and I spoke, uh, you were about to display your brick caravan, and that was a few years after your um, two-ton brick boat um, that you floated. So you've done these really big works. I mean, are you still, and and you have a commission, I think you just mentioned, for um, for Devonport. Are you still doing big works? Do they bring you as much joy? I finished the Devonport one, and that's my very, very last one. I promise myself, and I promise the whole world that's my last big one. They're too stressful, you know. They're they're kind of fun to design, and they're not as much fun to make, but... It was a big two-ton concrete boat, which I then tiled uh, with what looked like flax tiles, uh, woven flax tiles on the outside. And then the the top of the boat uh, was a blue sea, like ocean, if you like, and inside the boat was the orangutato. So the whole thing was sort of turned inside out, um, the sea inside the boat instead of outside. (laughs) But basically it's it's a centennial gift from the school to themselves, and it's for the kids to sit on and talk and gossip and climb. And uh, you go there any lunchtime, the kids are all over. It's great, it's really great. But the, the, having a single brick in my hand is is like heaven to me at the moment. I'm really enjoying that. I can look at it and turn it around. And and also the other thing is give me something. As you say, it's like a canvas. I've never painted anything in my life, uh, um, you know, in an artistic sense. And I've really discovered in a whole new area to play with. I'm not very good at it, but I'm okay. I'm good enough. That's another new experience for me. It's great. I was actually really taken. I thought your swan was incredibly pretty, I have to say. Yeah, it is pretty. It is, it is. Yeah. Yeah, some are all pretty. Some are. And some are just purely decorative. You know, I just use nice bright colours and put them on. Some, you get a sort of a Rothko thing going on. Splashing colours around as well—it's great. Yeah. What's your daughter yeah. creating then? Because she'll have her own style, I have no doubt. Yeah, Jenny. Jenny, she's great. She she um, has observed what I've been doing for a long time without bothering to try it. But finally, a couple of years ago, she thought she'd give it a go, and she did very, very well, pretty much straight away. And she just loves good, functional, clean line domestic wear, bowls, cups. They're much more design oriented than mine ever were. She's—they're very clever, actually. But she's also thrown a bit of bright colour in as well, even though it's quite high fire temperature, high temperature stuff. Lots of copper reds and cobalt blues and blacks. And, uh, they really love me, yeah. You know, she's, I'm very, very proud of her. Now, what's the yeah. name of the gallery, by the way? It's called Oddly. It's a, only its second exhibition. It's only been going three weeks. One of the interesting things about this exhibition in particular, and I call it exhibition loosely because it's more of a sale of work, but it it is some of my best stuff, um, is that it's 50 metres away from where I had my shop in Dominion Road for many years, which is a bit of an iconic sort of uh, meeting place for artists and troublemakers and protesters and political people. And So it's really, it's kind of bringing it all back home. It's the reason I, I chose this gallery, partly because it's small and it's right opposite, it's in my home territory really, Dominion Road. Peter Longy, whose exhibition Brick, What I Did in Lockdown, opens tomorrow at the Oddly Project Gallery in Tamaki Makaurau.